good morning, saints, saints of the Most High God. I say welcome, welcome, welcome to our morning prayer call. Holy Spirit, come, come and lead us this morning in bringing glory and honor and praise to our God. Abba Father, Elohim, the powerful God, the one who the word says sings over us. We come to you early in the morning, laying out, laying out all the pieces of our lives, putting them on the altar and waiting, waiting with great expectancy for your fire to fall upon our hearts. We know, Lord, that the way we live will determine how you deal with us. As we live pure lives with clean hearts, you will reward us with blessings from on high. When we ascend to the highest peaks of your glory, standing in heavenly places, strong and secure in you, and using our weapons of warfare as our worship, we then can descend into battle with power to chase and to conquer our foes. Victory is ours. That's good news, saints, isn't it? That is good news. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, again, I say welcome to each and every one of you, wherever you are calling in from. I am always excited to introduce our team for the morning. God has given us people with gifts and commitment to help keep the prayer call available for all of you. Sister Tanika Smothers is one of those leaders. She sets up the call, she selects the worship music, and makes sure everything runs smoothly. So we say good morning. Good morning, Tanika. Good morning to you, and God is your rewarder for your faithfulness. He sees what you do. Hallelujah. We also have our leaders that God set over New Destiny, and that is Bishop Christopher C. Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We thank God for them and pray increase over them in every area of their lives that is needed to pastor with success. They need our prayers. They need us to come alongside them. So we give honor to them this morning and to their entire family. May the Lord bless them, keep them, and provide for them. Being the first of the month, we have Team Smalls on. That's always a a great time when they come on together. Husband and wife, they're both ministers at New Destiny, and they're going to bring the devotion and There will be a time of prayer, praying for the needs of others and around our world as the Spirit of the Lord leads. So I say good morning, Team Smalls. How are each of you doing this morning? 
Good morning. This is Minister Sharon. We're doing great. Thank you for asking. I hope you're doing great, too. And this is Minister Balls, her helpmate. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> oh, bless you, too. I love it. I love who you are, what you do. Just being around you is a delight. So may the Lord bless both of you this morning. And thank you for always being willing, always to uh, come on and be a part of the prayer call. And so because we have prayed, I just ask again, Father, that you will use Minister John to bring a word, bring a word to us on the importance of using our gifts. For you've placed gifts within each and every one of us. And we thank you, Father, for those gifts. And we pray that together, together in unity, we will function as a body of believers. And we pray this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. So, Minister John, we are ready for you. So please come. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. This is a a wonderful Wednesday. And I'd like to get right Mr. John, Mr. John, you seem a little distance. Can you get a little louder? Hello? Bear with us, everyone. I asked um, asked for him to be a little bit louder, and we seem to have lost him, but I know he'll come right back on. So um, just be patient. Pray for them. Um, I wanted you to be able to hear him, and he seemed soft on my end. And I am Uh, back. (laughs) <laughs> there you are, and you are stronger than before. So praise the Lord. So <laughs> continue on, dear one. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Good morning, everyone, and great to be back. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> this morning, it's a, it's a privilege and an honor to to talk about something that's very uh, dear to my heart, and that is we're going to discuss eight points or principles, but I'm going to call them points, of spiritual gifts based on 1 Corinthians 12. We're going to talk about eight points of spiritual gifts. And as uh, Elder was talking, and she was talking about the, um, the people who, who are here to help put this together on Wednesdays, um, their commitment, their dedication, um, their gifts of organization. Uh, it just reminds me of there is no small gifts in God's kingdom. There is no small gifts in the kingdom. There are smalls, but no small gifts in the kingdom. So let's go ahead and get started. So what are spiritual gifts? What are spiritual gifts? So in essence, a spiritual gift is a special 
the unique ability given by God to every believer for the purpose of edifying the body of Christ and glorifying God. Once again, a, a, a spiritual gift is a special and a unique ability given by God to every believer, every believer. And here's the purpose, edifying the body of Christ and glorifying God. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. And then point one, there are different types of spiritual gifts, different types. And what are they? Well, there is the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, distinguishing spirits, prophecy, various kinds of tongues and interpretations of tongues, faith, gifts of healing, and lastly, working of miracles. Once again, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, distinguishing spirit, prophecy, various kinds of tongues, interpretations of tongues, faith, gifts of healing, and working of miracles. Those are the gifts that are in 1 Corinthians 12. Here's what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 4. He said, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but they are all come from the same spirit. Whatever spiritual gift you have, you possess, you are working with, that the Holy Spirit has given you, that is for you. And it is a purpose uniquely for you to develop, to grow, to exercise in the body of Christ. So, point number two. Every born-again believer has been given a spiritual gift. Every born-again believer has been given a spiritual gift. And that's a fact. The moment you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit resides in you, and he gives you a special gift, like it's your birthday, to say, this is yours, especially for you to use as he sees fit. And the Word says in 1 Corinthians a spiritual gift is given to each of us. That's what the word says. To each of us, that gift is given. So we all have it. Now it's up to us to identify it and what? To develop it. Develop it. Point number three. Your spiritual gift is to be used to edify others, not you. I'll say that again. Your spiritual gift is to be used to edify others and not you. You're not a magic trick going from house to house and party saying, 
look what I can do. I can heal. I can, I can, I can uh, prophesize. No, this is not to glorify you, but it's to help others in their time of need. The word says the spiritual gift is given to us so we can help each other. That's what it says in 1 Corinthians 12, 7. So we can help others. So don't think for one minute that is for your sole purpose. No. It is to help others. Point number four. You do not get to choose. This is a bit scary You do not get to choose your spiritual gift. This is not Burger King. You can have it your way. No. This is the Holy Spirit. And he is giving, it, giving you your spiritual gift based on what he sees and his desire to have you to do. According to the word, it says this in 1 Corinthians 12, 11, in the Amplified, it says, All these things, the gifts, the achievements, the abilities, the empowerment, are brought about by one and the same Holy Spirit, distributing to each one individually, just as he chooses. Just as he chooses for you to have. So now, what we have to do is identify and exercise. Identify and exercise that gift. We have been given a gracely gift from God, a spiritual gift to do something in the kingdom. And that's an honor and that's a privilege. And our gift is to come and to sweep. As Martin Luther King would say, then you be the best street sweeper that you can be. That you would make Michelangelo mad by the way that you sweep that street. Don't you begrudgingly think, oh, I'm, I'm sweeping. No, it is an honor and a privilege to do so. I can recall one day, and I've said this before, being in the sanctuary, being an usher, and after church service, I was going through the aisles with my bucket picking up paper from the, from the sanctuary. And as I was doing so, I was thinking to myself, I hope, I hope that bishops appreciate what I'm doing. And the moment, the moment I thought that, my spirit hit me in my gut and said, are you doing this for Bishop? And immediately, immediately, I had to apologize. Immediately, I had to apologize and recognize that I'm not doing it for him. I'm doing it for the body of Christ. I'm picking up these papers. I'm picking up these cookie crumbs. I'm picking up these things off the floor. Not that for Bishop to say, good minister, but for God to say, well done. 
you are helping the body of Christ. So be mindful of your gift. There's no little gift. There's a special gift. Point number five. Your spiritual gift is necessary and essential to the body of Christ. Paul says it plainly when he says, suppose a foot says, I'm not a hand, and so I'm not a part of the body. Won't the foot still belong to the body? So just because, for instance, me being an usher, if I'm saying, oh, I want to be like a bishop, I want to be like T.D. Jakes, I want to be like this person, not that person. No. No. If I am the toe of the foot, that is my purpose. That is my purpose, to be the toe of that foot. If the, if the toe, the small toe wasn't important, why did God put it there? If it wasn't important, why did God put it there? So for one, don't ever think that your position, your gift, whatever you're doing, and whatever you want to do is not important. Don't think for one moment because you're not behind the podium, you don't have the microphone, that you're not important. The greeters in the parking lot, the parking lot ministry, we have to remember they are the first introduction to the church. So if those individuals are not ministering, preaching, welcoming, smiling at those in the people who come, the visitors, first impression is so valuable. Their gifts of being out there day in and day out through the cold, through the wind, through the rain. That's a commitment. That is special. And it is no less than anyone standing up behind the podium bringing the word. Point number six, your spiritual gift is not more valuable, not more valuable and important than others. In essence, what it's saying here is that don't think because you are on the podium, behind a bookboard, bringing the word, or you are the elder or the minister or, or whatever high position that you may think it is, that you're more valuable and someone else is less valuable. No, that's not the case. Because the word says in 1 Corinthians twelve twenty one, that is why the eye cannot say they don't need the hand. That's also why the hand, the head cannot say it doesn't need the feet. We all need each other to operate according to what God wants us to do. It's not up to us to say who's needed and who's not. 
it is up to us to appreciate, to understand, to welcome, and help nourish and mature the gifts of others. Point number seven, spiritual gifts are to be supported and celebrated. Spiritual gifts are to be supported and celebrated. The word says in 1 Corinthians 12, 26, it says, at one part of our body hurts. We hurt all over. At one part of our body is honored then the whole body will be happy. There shouldn't be any room for jealousy, backstabbing, and fighting. When one is celebrating, we should all be happy. Just like in the Olympics when that individual standing on the top run and, and gets the gold medal, if he's a track star, he doesn't say to the ear, you're not celebrating because you had nothing to do with it. No, the entire body is celebrated from the top of the head to the sole of the feet. Just like if the body is hurting. Have you ever stumped your small toe walking through the house at night and Accidentally, bam, when that small toe is hurt, the entire body is hurting. So we should be supportive and celebrate the entire body as one. Because if we don't, then what we're saying is that we are putting one above the other and it's not our responsibility. It's not our place to do this. So before I bring you number eight, I'm going to conclude and come back after our prayer. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. See, I knew that we needed to hear you clearly because you had much to share. You have much to give. And the one thing that you said, and I think we need to remember, is that no small, there are no small gifts in the kingdom of God. Each special gift is given by God. Why? It's given so that we might edify the body and glorify our God. Minister John, thank you. Thank you for that. And we look forward to point number eight. But like you said, at this time, we're going to turn to um, Minister Sharon and ask her to come and lead us in a time of prayer. Please come at this time. Thank you, Elder Heather. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this new day and a new month of a new year. We thank you for the new opportunity to glorify you and receive new grace and new mercy. We thank you that we shall not follow the voice of a stranger, but 
the voice of God, the Good Shepherd. We commit to hearing and following you, for in our obedience to you shall be our success. In Jesus' name, amen. May you be glorified. Hallelujah. And there were no prayer requests today. I'm sorry. Okay. That's all right. It's always good just to pray, isn't it? Um, We don't have to have a a specific need, but, you know, if any of you on the line um, have a need, um, just, you know, know that all of us are in agreement and we're believing with you that God will meet your need. So, Father, we just say thank you. Thank you that you heard. You already know what all of us have need of. And you are already in motion to bring answers, answers to every prayer that is uttered within our hearts towards you. For we know that your word is true. You said to call unto me and I will answer you. I will answer you. And then you said, and you will show us great and mighty things. Isaiah 43 and verse 2 says, when you go through deep waters, are any of you going through deep waters this morning? He said, I'll be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you might just think, I don't know how I'm going to do this. He said, you will not drown. And when you walk through the fire of oppression, oppression, You're not going to be burned up. The flames will not consume you. So we just say thank you, Lord. Thank you. We are are grateful. We know that you are working on our behalf. Praise the Lord. So let's go back to Minister John because we need that number eight. So Minister John. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. So, in conclusion, the last principle or point is this. We will be held accountable for how we use our spiritual gift. I'll say that again. We will be held accountable for how we use our spiritual gift. So what does that mean? For instance, in Matthew 25, 29 to 30, it says, and you remember the story about the, the ruler who had servants and he was leaving and he gave to each of his servants a talent, coins, one, five, one, two, one, one. And he says, I'm going away. And when he did, the one who had the five produced and had double. And the one who had two produced and he had double. But the one who had only the one hid, buried, did not use his talent or gift that was given to him. Here, here's what it says. For to everyone who has and value his blessings and gifts from God, 
and has used them wisely, more, more will be given. And he will be richly supplied so that he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, because he has ignored or disregarded his blessing and gifts from God, even what he does have will be taken away and thrown out into the worthless <clears throat> and thrown out the worthless servant into the utter darkness in a place of grief and torment. There would be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding of teeth over distress and anger. In essence, what the word is saying here is that God has given each one of us a talent, a gift for the edifying of the body of Christ. And it's up to us to identify it, mature it, exercise it, grow it, because we're going to be held accountable for what was given to us. So the question for you today is, what are you doing? What are we doing with the precious gift that God has given each one of us? We thank you from the smalls. Amen. 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 You know, it says there are no big eyes and little use. I always think about that. That was a great word this morning. Great way to start a new month in this new year. And I pray that as you go about your day today, that you will think about the word this morning, about the spiritual gift that God has placed within you and are you using it are you using your gift to edify the body are you using your gift to draw others to Christ seek out your gift develop it develop it and your gift will always make room for you will always make room for you and so we say to Mr. John this morning Thank you for that word on spiritual gifts and for the prayer that went forth this morning. Though we didn't have any specific prayer requests, we're covered in prayer. So thank you, Minister Sharon, for your faithfulness also. And so I would just say to the Lord this morning, Father, show us. We do not want our gift taken away. We want to develop our gift. Whatever that gift may be, and may we not see it as less than, but may we see it as the importance it is to the body of Christ. That others will see, others will be drawn, and we will see souls saved. 
Our world, Father, is in turmoil. Things are just in chaos. But within the kingdom of God, there is peace. There is joy. There is hope. You just settle upon us. And you guide us. We thank you for ministering angels that keep guard. They minister to us. The Holy Spirit is the one to guide us throughout the day. We say thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Hallelujah. And you know, I just want to say to all of you this morning, You know, Psalms 91, you hear it spoken about a lot. But I would encourage you to pray Psalms 91 over yourself, over your family. Pray it in the morning and pray it at night before you go to bed. Read the entire psalm. Hallelujah. Well, we've had a great time this morning. We were blessed. Hallelujah. I knew we would be. You know why? Because God was waiting for us. God was waiting. He was up and he was waiting. Hallelujah. The Bible says he never sleeps nor does he slumber. He is ever alert. And he's always, he's always got things in motion on our behalf. Hallelujah. So I just want to remind you, everyone, if you are within um, our area, Don't forget, service tonight. Come. Come and be in person. Be a part of what God is doing at New Destiny. We're a blessed people. We're a blessed congregation. And it is a place where your gift will be welcomed. So we're going to open up the line at this time, and we're just going to worship the Lord for a few minutes. So please. God bless you. See you tonight. And we're going to just worship for a few minutes. Please open the line. 